0: The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Milestones. Today we have Harry Nima Zagara, who is a pulmonary and critical care medical physician, seasoned real estate investor, entrepreneur, and co-founder and manager of Nima Equity LLC. Harry went to medical school in Peru and finished his training in Pennsylvania and Virginia. Harry currently works at a tertiary medical center in Dallas, Texas. Harry has experience in rental properties and currently owns and manages nine properties across the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area, and today is a general partner in 784 units in four different states. So how are you? Thanks for coming on. Hey, Ben. How are you? I'm very excited for this show today. Me as well. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and um, how you got your start in real estate?
0: Uh, yes, Ben. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, as as you just mentioned, uh, my wife and I, we both are physicians. Uh, we actually uh, are from Peru, from South America. So we we actually went to medical school together. We knew each other for seven to eight years and, and then we decided to, to continue our training here in the US. So we, we came together and um, uh, we decided also like to get married like before we came here. So uh, we're uh, very, very very blessed that we were able to continue our training here in the US uh, initially in Pennsylvania and then in Virginia. So my background is like uh, internal medicine and then pulmonary and critical care. And my wife is a family medicine physician. And then like uh, after a couple of years, because of the nature of our training and our work, we, we kept moving, right? Like So we, we came to, to Texas, initially South Texas. Uh, we were, uh, I, I was in a private practice. And then after a couple of years, we moved to Dallas, to Dallas Forward. And uh, we really fell in love with the city. <laughs> we, we liked the area. Uh, we bought our home here, like, like our residence here, like in Dallas. And, um and after a couple of months we started to diving in like in real estate into the real estate
1: yeah that's awesome so um could you tell us about your first milestone in real estate
0: yes yes like uh our first i mean it's it's always your first property right like and 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 the reason why is because again like so many people say like you're you're a doctor and you always should be a doctor and that's the only thing that 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 you know right like or or you're a lawyer and you always be be a lawyer and nothing else or a CPA and always be a CPA. So like our first milestone like in real estate is actually like our first property, and what 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 happens is that sometimes. Uh, uh, we, as, an, as investors, we always try to make the best return on investment, right? Like, so, uh, and, and to be honest with you, like, our first, our first property, we, we bought it through MLS. So, you can imagine, like, the return investment was probably not the best compared to the other ones that we bought late uh, later uh, because we bought, like, the rest of market. However, to us is the best decision and our best milestone because that was the way we started in real estate. So, that was very important.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Just jump right into it, trial by fire and uh yes. learning, learning from that learning from experience is obviously one of the best ways to learn. So that's exactly. awesome. Yes. Great. So um yeah, I mean, how do you how do you balance being a doctor and also being a real estate investor? Obviously, especially during med school, it seems like it takes a lot of your time. But then as a full time physician, I mean, I, I can only imagine how much time it must take to, to balance all this. But um, you know, how do you how do you do that?
0: Yes, yes. So I mean, yeah, you are correct. I mean, it's 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 not easy for sure, but uh you got to start some somewhere, right? Like so, and 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 for me, I mean, like, and, and this this is some kind of advice that I can give like to younger people, right? Like when, when you're still like in college or in medical school, the earlier this, the earlier you start, the better. And this is something that many real estate investors said when you ask the question, what would you wish you would have changed? Like Most of them are going to tell you, "I wish I would start earlier, (laughs) right?" So, like, uh, if if you can start like in any way, just like initially, the most important thing again is education, right? Like, so just try to listen to podcasts, like 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 yours for example, or 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 to go to meetups or conference, or to just listen to audiobooks. It's a great way to get started, even if you don't have that much time. It's a great way to start. I mean, like in like in like in my case, we knew already we wanted to be in real estate, so to Sunday, we were, we were able to balance our busy schedule with this re- real estate that for us it started like initially as a hobby and then it became a passion and then it's, it's, it's growing and growing. And now like initially we were in residential real estate and now we're in commercial real estate.
1: Yeah, that's really, that's really awesome. And it definitely helps uh, get started early. And uh, that's why one of the reasons I have this podcast so I can learn from professionals and yes. go down some rabbit holes and learn a lot of interesting things and hopefully never have to say, I wish I started sooner.
0: <laughs> yes yes
1: man yeah i mean you're way ahead of most of us yes that's great. oh yeah i appreciate it and uh, i hope i hope it stays that way because i want to <laughs> take advantage of the time value of money as much as possible absolutely so um obviously as a doctor when you're focused on a lot of um you know learning through learning about medicine and i'm sure that already takes so much time and it's you know even a lot of doctors probably know that they should be owning real estate and that it offers a lot of advantages for, for many reasons. But, um, you know, sometimes it's hard as someone who's maybe not financially minded or not, you know, don't have the, the business background to think about some of these ideas, but I kind of want to ask you as a doctor, why it's so important for you to be involved in real estate and how it's affected and benefited your, your life.
0: Yeah. I think that you hit um, uh, the, the nail on the head when saying like, we are not financially educated. Uh, that's, that's, that's very true to some degree. Um, we go through training and, and through medical school that takes many years. And for some of us, more than half of our life, we spend like in the classroom and learning about medicine and then we finish medicine and we don't have good financial education. We're not taught about that, like in a school or in medical school. And then when we finish, we have spent so much of our time uh, learning and in training that we just focus on working and 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 trying to get ahead in life and and trying to pay down like our uh, debts like from medical school and trying to buy a nice house or start a practice that that we don't really focus on that. And the other thing is that uh, people in general, uh, we tend to invest in things that we know or w- that we are familiar with or that we understand. So so most of us, the only thing that we know is, again, like st- the stock market or mutual funds or the 401k. Uh, but, but most doctors don't know about real estate. And if they know about real estate, they only know about like buying houses and selling houses or being a lender. But there are other alternative alternative ways also to invest in real estate that are profitable and have a lot of advantages.
1: Great, and I think the really important thing is that doctors obviously have one of the highest salaries in the in the in the world, and there's always a shortage of doctors. So you I mean doctors have pretty good job stability. But I feel like even with a high, a pretty high income, when there's so much taken out of taxes and there's so many expenses in, in life, and then you have the the student debt. You I mean it, you you feel like it should be easy to get ahead as a doctor, but it actually ends up being pretty difficult with all these other obstacles in your way. I kind of want to know like. How has real estate help you get over some of these obstacles that, you know, make it difficult to really design the life for yourself that you think you're going to have when you have a high salary, you know?
0: Yes. Yes. So to some degree, we are replacing our income with real estate. And that is big. That is huge. Again, like we started in residential real estate and now we're in commercial real estate doing syndications and the return that we're getting and the cash flow that we're getting I mean, of course, uh, we started like about around five years ago, it still is not able to replace our full income, but we're on our way to do that. And this happens also with professionals who are high income earners, right? Like the more you make, the more difficult and the longer it takes like to replace your income. So, but but we know that we are on the right path. and 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 that's great to some degree also, because being able to feel that you're in the path of financial independence, It gives you options, it gives you choices. So, and to some degree, that gives you freedom to do whatever you want. And again, like you, then you can work because you want to work and because you like the field where you're working, and not necessarily because you have to work. And, and that's especially for, for high income, like professionals, like physicians or lawyers, like, again, like we spend so many years in the classrooms and at the end, like we're work with what you have heard probably before, like the golden handcuffs that, that, that we need like to keep working and keep working to pay our debts and to pay our lifestyle.
1: Right. Exactly. And it makes it very difficult to, you know, change jobs or pursue your passion or, or take a break. Even, you know, you might feel like you are getting work so hard, but, you have to do it because there's no other option, right? If you take a month off because you need to go and I guess you want to find a new job or a new passion, you know, who's going to put food on the table, right? You yes, know, it's kind yes. of cool to have that backup plan that let, allows you to have the freedom of choice and the the flexibility in your lifestyle to, you know, do what you want and when you want to do it. And um, I know that doctors are obviously very passionate about adding value to the world and, and helping people. I mean, saving lives is obviously <laughs> one of the most important things you can do. And so yes. I know that people, you know, doctors are probably looking for other ways that they can contribute to society besides just being a doctor. And it might be hard without that time flexibility. So I kind of wanted yes. to know like how that, you know, how has real estate allowed you to explore some of your other passions and what are some of the your other passions besides um, real estate and like, you know, how has it allowed you to be with your family and, and like that?
0: Yes, yes. So one of the important things that have helped me with real estate is has change in mindset, right? Like so now I know I have options. and I, and now, Again, like I can think about going to work because I want to go to work because I want to continue being a physician because I like, to, as you're saying, because I like to help people and like to, to, to heal them and to try to, to help them and their families too. Now I don't feel the pressure again. Like I, I need to work, I have to work and, and, and all of those bad feelings that when, when you're still trapped like in, in, in your job, right? So, so that's important to me and that's, this is very good.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, so I, as someone who, or I guess when, when obviously we, we've spoken a couple times about this, that the lifestyle can be very busy, especially in med, medical school, but what are some strategies and maybe even what are some resources that people can use as, you know, to start thinking about their financial future while they're still in uh, med school or in college trying to balance um, a really busy schedule?
0: Yeah, you can always, like, again, there's uh, plenty of information out there, like, uh, in different websites on YouTube. Like, actually, we, we like, uh, in my company, Nima Equity, we have, like, a YouTube channel uh, with small tutorials about uh, res- uh, re- residential, commercial real estate. There's audiobooks again. Like when I started in commercial real estate, like one and a half years ago, um, I, you you can imagine I I, I read all the, uh, and I did all the audiobooks. So you you can imagine like the one for Michael Blank, Joe Fairless, Hunter Thompson, reach that put that even. So you can do that in your spare time, and you can just use your, your 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 headsets and doing some workout and doing things like at the same time. And and I know that we're in co- when we're in college or when we're in medical school or doing. Other training, uh, we're usually very busy, but we can always find, find find time when we're doing that, right? Like when we're uh, in the commuting or when we're in the in the metro and the bus, or uh, like again or when we're doing exercise. So there are good options like for for you to to get started and and to learn more about real estate.
1: Yeah, that's a uh, definitely what I do. Whenever I cook my breakfast and I cook my lunch and I cook my dinner, I always have a yeah. audio book or a podcast plugged in my ears, yeah. and it's like, look, I'm literally doing two things at once. I have to eat but then I also get this, uh, this awesome information. So, um, definitely, definitely great advice there. And, um, so as someone who's in medical school or soon to come out of medical school, what would be the most important things they have to, that they should think about or set up in their life before exiting to make sure they're on the right track for financial freedom and a financial future?
0: Yeah, so one of the important things is, again, to, to take care of your debts, right? So if you have debts with uh, an interest rate that is very high, you need to take care of that first, right? Like then when you finish medical school, uh, you're going to get like into a higher paying job that you may go into residency and then you may go into practice and sometimes what happens is that we change our lifestyle and we start spending more so like uh, usually what many people recommend is like after you finish medical school or even your training the residency just to continue with your current lifestyle and start saving a little bit more so you can plan for the future for, for your future and investment. Right, like so, that can put you ahead a lot. Uh, if you leave medical school and then start buying like like a super nice house or cars, I mean, like and 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 let's be honest, we deserve that to to some degree because we have spent so much time like uh, learning and and doing sacrifices like to become uh, physicians. Um, but it, but it, but still I think it's very important to delay these things in order to think for the future.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I know we spoke, we we touched on it for a second earlier. Um, we, we mentioned in the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, and um, yes. in the la- in most of the episodes of this podcast, we, people have mentioned it. It's obviously one of the those staples of financial yes. education. But I want to touch on the thing. I want to touch on the thing that just relates to what you were just saying. That um, the the main point of Rich Dad Poor Dad is the difference between assets and liabilities, right? Where like a car is not an asset, right? It's a it's a it's a, it's a thing but doesn't make you better off. It doesn't contribute to your, um, yes. to your, your wealth building, but an asset is something that pays you cash flow even when you're not working. And, um, yes. you know, so you need to have that balance. So, um, I mean, my plan is to, for every car I want to buy, I'm going to buy a, a property that pays for the the payments. Yes, for that. exactly. But, yes. But yeah, yes. As, definitely. Right. But so, um, as a doctor, can you kind of, I, I, when I talk to my doctor friends, I tend to be way too technical and, um, you know, I'm really, I know a lot about finance and I'm really financially <laughs> passionate, but could you kind of put it into perspective for someone who might not be as, um, has, has as much of a background in finance?
0: Yeah, so like, again, like, a uh, liability is something that uh, loses value, right? And doesn't give you money. Like uh, you, you gave a very good example, right? Like, so you mentioned like the car, you take the, you buy a new car and the second you take the car out, out of the dealership, it loses 20% of their, its value, right? Um, well, your primary residence is something a little bit controversial, right? Like, because like uh, historically, we had thought like a house is an asset, but a house, it doesn't produce any money for us. I mean, it it, it provides housing for us, which is great, right? But it's not producing any money for us. And and actually, uh, we sent a show with my friends in saying like, oh, like my house is like a black hole because we are always doing like, Projects and investing in my house and changing like the light bulbs or a door or things like a uh, break, right? Like and we we keep pouring and pouring money in our house and, and 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 really, I mean, it appreciates. So it's gonna become an asset at the moment when you sell your house, right? Like, but but in the meantime, is 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 taking your money, right? So so we should uh, you you hit, you 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 make a, a, like a great point. So we should try to um, invest in assets that can pay for our, our liabilities or for, for our lifestyle, right? Like you, you mentioned that perfectly. If, if I want to buy something really nice or if I want to go on vacation or if I want to do something, I better invest in something that can produce that cash flow or, like, or, or, like, like, or that return on investment where I can use that money to, to, to do these things that I want.
1: Right. Yeah, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And if you even think about it, if you if you're putting all your money in a, in a stock portfolio or, or or a retirement account like that, um, obviously at the end of you know you're not going to be able to be a doctor forever. I know it's a lot of physically tolling. You know, you're on your feet yes. all day. Eventually, you could be come too old to actually do. Unfortunately, to continue doing what you're doing. And even if you are not too old to do it, maybe you, you you're done. You don't want to do it anymore. You want to help the world <laughs> in a different way. And I think yes. that's really important because. If your, if your money's all in the stock market and just going up as the, as the market goes up, if you wanted to retire and for some reason, that was a recession and your money wasn't cut in half by the, in the drop trouble. in the market, you're in big trouble. Cause you thought you had a million dollars. You thought you had $10 million. Now you only have $5 million, which is a lot, whatever, but exactly. if you, and then the thing is, once you take it out, then you're just spending it and spending it, spending it. And then it goes to zero. If you yes. own an, if you own a piece of real estate now, when you retire, that doesn't drop with the market necessarily. Mm-hmm. And even if it is, does drop, it's still paying you the same rental cash flow. So now your retirement plan is an actual thing that pays you every single month. And yeah. when you, when you pass on, you're, it's going to start paying your offspring in versus you just spending your entire investments and just depleting it. So I think that's the, the most important way to think about it. And I think that, um, you know, if maybe real estate is not your thing, <laughs> it, maybe it should be, but, Do you know any other ways to produce cash flow that might be more in line with the medical field that people who, um, you know, we talked about you invest with what you know, is there any medical equipment or medical asset classes that you think would be something that some medical students should look down for in terms of producing cash flow?
0: Yeah, in general, like I am a true believer of um, you need to be diversified. Right, like you, you shouldn't put all your eggs in just one basket. As as great as real estate is, I mean, I, I'm a big believer of real estate and I love real estate. I still think we need to be diversified. So, like having a little bit of your of your money in the stock market is not a bad thing. It's actually like a like a, like a good, a responsible thing the fact that we don't control that and the fact that we we don't have any really clue of how that works actually because sometimes we we, we can hear good news and the stock price goes down or bad news and it goes like the other way around i, I mean we still don't, don't understand that like we we try to think we understand that but we really don't understand but we still tend to invest in that right so uh the, the diversification is one of the important things and and the second thing is again like to just to get educated there are other assets out there that can also bring cash flow. I mean like I'm not like an expert in this, but for example, ATMs are are a great asset for investment for, for, for any person. And, and you can start even with investments less than in syndications, right? There's other like uh, energy and oil you, you can invest. There's kind of similar structures as syndications for multifamily that also may have tax advantages. Right. Like and and when and, and I also just want to go back like to the point where, where you were uh mentioning like again like we're we're not going to be young uh forever right like and and if anyone in this moment is listening like to this podcast um that is like in medical school or, or like in law school or anything like that uh you can hear from me like uh when when you are a physician for example you need to work nights you need to work weekends you need to work on holidays you need to work uh, on on the on your birthday or on your family's birthday i'm not sure if if everyone's going to be able to do this forever <laughs> but it's right. something very difficult at the end right so 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 that's why you need to start thinking about your future and your investments right and you and you need to start about thinking and diversifying too
1: yeah that's definitely a good point and uh, as a finance major uh, i learned how to evaluate stocks and I'm t- the way the <laughs> stock market works, it's just doesn't like, even the, the skills of doing it doesn't tell you anything. Yes. The fact that news articles affect the stock market, how much it actually does is yeah. much, like, no one can say that they're an expert and know exactly what's yes. going to happen exactly. or in real estate. As long as whatever happens, it's still going to be paying you. And yes. if it and if it gets burned down, there's an insurance plan for that. You got your you yes. your, your back protected. But yes. yeah, de- definitely want exposure to multiple multiple asset classes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the important thing, in, for
0: example, in multifamily, is is that you have control of your cash flow because again, you you go to a property that is not completely well managed, and you do renovation, you you make the business more more uh, more effective, right? Increasing revenue and decreasing expenses. Expenses and you increase your cash flow, and at the same time, you increase the value of your asset. So, so that's what is what what I really like about like commercial real estate because you have a lot of control.
1: Right, and and as someone who's a doctor who probably likes to add value to the world. I mean, I think it's so important. The place that you live is is more than just a building and a place where you sleep. No, like it helps a lot to like where you are and to enjoy the things that you're. Your home provides you like this is where you spend every single day of your life or almost every single day. So I think
0: human necessity. Yes.
1: Right. So what I think is that you know people might think that real estate is about making money. I really think that the best way to make money in real estate and also I think real estate is the best way to add or a great way to add value to the world because you're making someone's day. You're making someone's day better by creating a better place for them. You know maybe they don't want to go down the street to a laundromat, but you give them a a washer and dryer in their apartment and, you know, that simple, small thing. It could, it could be yes. super helpful for, especially with someone who has a lot of time or has a lot of constraints on their time. So I yes, think that, that, um, that's, that's, yeah. that's
0: very important, Ben. Like, I uh, and like, and, and you mentioned like this, this, uh, mission about like, not, not just seeing this as a business. I mean, I also see this for, for example, that we are helping other people, right? Like, and we're making the economy move, right? Like when, when we buy a property, uh, Everyone is 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 winning. Like like the broker, like like the appraiser, like the like the constructor, like the property manager, the lender. We're moving the economy, and and we're also trying to provide a safe environment for for good people to live in. Right.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, I think that another another thing that's pretty interesting that I just remembered is the fact that a lot of people like to have investments in case of the worst thing happens in case of a a a disaster and i want to know kind of how being positioned in real estate might help protect against that because especially with you know medical can become a huge expense for the wrong thing or something bad happens so i want to know if you know how that real estate affects or is provides safety for you in that sense and then also kind yeah so yeah
0: yeah so um one of the things that uh, I usually compare re- re- real estate is with the, the stock market, right? So uh, we're humans and and we are very emotional. So what, hap- what, what what happens when the market goes down 5 or 10%? People get very anxious, right? Like, so what happens when it goes down another 5%? It gets more anxious, right? Like, so what do you tend to do? You're emotional and you tell to sell your stocks or, 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 or your, all, all your investments. And you don't know, like then, like 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 later it's gonna come up again and you may have lost some money. In real estate, it's different because real estate is not always liquid. It's not a liquid investment, right? Like so, like in, in order like to to get your return on investment, you 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 need to sell your property. In in houses, in single family houses, it may take like a month and a half to two months to sell your property. In commercial real estate, it takes longer. So you cannot do, you cannot take an emotional decision. Right. Like, so, and if you're like upset or anxious about, uh, like, like a crash in, in, in the housing market, then you're, you're, you're trying to sell that very quickly, but then it's going to take a couple of months and like, and then like the market may, may start going up again. So you have that kind of insurance for that.
1: Right. And, um, so I know some people here might still not be able to totally wrap their heads around real estate, but they understand the advantages. They're like, okay, I'm convinced like real estate is great. How do we do it? I know that you provide a service for people like that. Can you t- kind of talk about um, NEMA Equity and kind of how you help you your mindset of, of being a doctor really is able for you to help people in the situation to, to really set themselves up for financial security in the future?
0: Yes, yes, thank you. So um, so as, as we were talking, like we initially started in residential real estate. And a year and a half ago, we decided to switch to commercial real estate. And now we partner with other operators, experienced operators, to buy big apartment complexes. And uh, we help uh, private investors. Uh, of course, you know, like my background is a physician. So I, I usually bring physician investors to, to these investment opportunities. Right? Like, so it's called like syndications and it's usually holding a property for a couple of years, improving like the, the management of the property, as I mentioned before, increasing the revenue and decreasing the expenses. And at some point that will make a good return on investment. So, so that's what we do. It's it's called NEMA Equity, and as in Nancy, I-M-A Equity. And, uh, but we also are very big in, uh, on education because of what we just discussed before. So we also have our YouTube channel and we have our seven day uh, passive doctors investing uh course uh that, that anyone can get it so like again like we, we we love real estate and we love to talk about real estate active and passive residential and commercial and i always say like if you guys want to talk with me just 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 to chat in general about that if i can give any recommendation more than happy to do it
1: awesome that's great and then um okay so we got a lightning round are you, you ready for the lightning round
0: Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm back in medical school. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. All
1: right. So first, what superpower would you want if you could choose any superpower? Superpower.
0: Yes. Um, I mean, I would say like, uh, from, from the, uh, Marvel Universe movies, like, uh, Dr. Strange, right? Like he, <laughs> who, who's also a physician too, right? right? Like, uh, so, so he has the power of cloning himself, right? Like, and, and, and being like in multiple places at the same time. So, uh, so I wish I could do that, right? Like, 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 like and be a physician and also a real estate investor and be with my wife and my kids at the same time. Uh, yeah. So, so, so that's one cool
1: thing that I would like to do. Awesome. So what's your favorite book or what's the one that helped you the most?
0: My books, um, it would be, it wouldn't it wouldn't be fair if I ju- would just mention one, but it, but in general, like like I would think like the, the three most that I love is like uh, rich dad poor dad, of course, um, the richest man in Babylon, and also goals by Brian Tracy. So there are three books that
1: I really loved. Awesome, yeah, those are good ones. Um, what motivates you to continue every day?
0: My family, my family. So like uh, sometimes we um, we uh, lose perspective in life. And, um uh, and don't see really what is important to us and, and sometimes the, the most important things are are free and and we do, and we take the, these things for granted are the most important ones. So like every day like I wake up and see my wife and my kids or in the afternoon at or at night where I come back from work and they're just coming back to me like and saying, Daddy I love you, Daddy how has been your day. it just makes my day right so so that's
1: what is my why and what motivates me the most awesome and right so since i put you on the spot i want to give you a chance for revenge so ask me anything you want to know about me all
0: right all right
1: man um
0: what is your one or two goals uh, not not necessarily in uh in in business or professional but it, but in your personal side in 5 years from now
1: yeah um like i put you in the spot (laughs) right it's funny because i i I think a lot about my life and my business in in incongruency because i think my business is the way to live my first of all my business and things i want to do are my hobbies and i really am like interested in real estate and i really want to play the game of real estate right so it's like it's more that like i will get enjoyment satisfaction from uh, from, from investing in real estate and from doing the things uh, in the business sense that I want to do, like creating businesses and networking and talking to people like yes. all these things give me energy and it'll make, make me happy. Um, I definitely in, in the future want to get to a point where I have a lot of like my passive income is at a level where I can take like a, a one month sabbatical and just take a time for it where I can just relax and you know kind of cool. take myself out of the world and just kind of you know have the freedom to be where I want and do what I want. And not really have to be confined to any, anything besides my responsibilities to my family and the, you know, the people, like, I mean, I'll I'll upkeep my responsibilities for sure, but be able to, you know, take a break and, and come back stronger and and be able to be more productive after. So um, that's definitely, I want to have that freedom to travel and make it, and uh, maybe seclude myself somewhere in the, in the, in, in the world, somewhere beautiful. That's very cool. Awesome. So great. Well, I, I'm super happy to have this episode because I have a bunch of my best friends, the people who I live in my house with, and um, my best friends from home are all, a lot of them okay. are going to be doctors. So I really wanted to Very create nice. this. <laughs> yeah, right. I wanted to, I want to open their mind to some of the power of real estate and some of the yeah. things that they should be thinking about. So I really appreciate this. And I think that um, this will be incredibly valuable. But I wanted to know if there's any final remarks you wanted to leave for, for, for the audience.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that, as you're saying, it's very important to plan ahead for the future. I mean, you're doing a great thing, like starting so early, in, like in life. And uh, uh, like, I'm sure you're 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 going to do great. And again, like, thank you so much for having me in your show. I really enjoyed that today.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Harry. It's a pleasure to have you. And um, I'm super happy you got to do this. So um, anyone who wants to reach out, where can they find you?
0: Yes. Again, like our website is NimaEquity, N-I-M-A, equity.com. And we also have our YouTube channel for education, uh, like in small tutorials about commercial real estate that I'm going to pass you the link and uh, you can find me there.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks again. And everyone, I hope this episode is filled with tons of value. I'm pretty sure it was. And um, keep making my sense. All right. Bye-bye.